What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, the Scott Panza. Week 15 coming up this weekend. Recording, obviously, after the Thursday night football game this week. It's wedding season, folks. So just <laughs> It's always wedding season. Yeah. It's the wedding time of my life right now. So I do apologize uh, and thank you for your flexibility. But, Scott, first of all, how we doing? Second of all, what happened with the football game? Oh, so Fairfield Prep got absolutely dump trucked by Darien. Lost oh, 42-7. No. Oh, um, no. Two of their best players were out for the game, not to make excuses. But, yeah, they, they got cooked pretty badly. Oh, no. um, so it was pretty disappointing <laughs> following along on Twitter because uh, it never looked like they uh, had a shot at this one. So bummer for the alma mater. We're on hockey season. Boom. Yeah. We uh, seem poised to win the state championship there, so we can, we're a hockey school. Uh, hockey. <laughs> so uh, it was a bummer there, and uh, you know, it, we got a lot of news today. We got a lot of news, a lot of COVID uh-huh. games being rearranged, rescheduled. We got a lot of takes about uh, Brandon Staley's decisions last night, and. Um, you know, not kicking field goals. And <laughs> I'll tell you, I am convinced that analytics people would rather go for it on fourth down and lose the Super Bowl than kick a field goal and win the Super Bowl. I think if they were given those two choices, if I had to kick a field goal and win a Super Bowl or or uh, go for it on fourth down and lose, they'd be happier losing the game. No, I, I'm convinced of it. I, yeah. I agree with you. I think sometimes if the analytics are so right, then why is there a guy like Lane Kiffin who, against Auburn, if he just kicked one field goal, they win that football game, and they're probably playing uh, – they would have had a chance at an SEC championship um, and maybe the college football playoff. Um but anyway, you could see the analytics guy behind him on some of the times where he was going for it on fourth down. And the analytics guy's like looking at the book, looking at him, looking at the book, looking at Kiffin, and he's going for it when clearly the analytics say probably should punt or, you know, kick a field goal in this situation. But it's, I'm with you. I think it's hysterical, this whole analytics thing. And it's almost as if people have forgotten if, if you could coach. If you could be a coach and – sorry, if a computer could be a coach, they'd, they'd have a computer be the coach. And they'd pay some guy to stand on the sideline and read whatever the computer tells him to do and relay that to people. <laughs> and franchises would save so much money. Yeah, they'd save a lot. Um, you know, I'm not anti-go-for-it on fourth down. I don't want it to come off like that. But right. some of the, the fourth down calls I thought – were misguided i thought the fourth and five the first drive of the game just take your take your three points and move on uh i have no problem with them actually fourth and one at the one end of uh the first half i i thought that was the correct decision you know they had another fourth and two from 28 they could have kicked a field goal that would have put them up uh, a touchdown you know uh, <clears throat> You know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're just gonna say, hey, we can't get field goals against the Chiefs and win, you know, I, I have news for some people. You know, the Patriots have kicked field goals against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and surprise, surprise, they they magically won those games. Like, <laughs> it's it, it's not a curse to just take 
your points. And they they did a really good job on defense against the Chiefs. They caused some turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they were right in that game. You know, it's just football is not a game like baseball where you have tons of opportunities over a long season. You know, they cost themselves a division by losing this game last night. And mm-hmm. the margins are so much thinner in football. And you should still get these opportunities. So... You know, if if you're always going to be beholden to the math, you know, you you you, yeah. you might you might drop some of these games where you could be a winner, and and that long term impact in the season is going to be extremely costly for mm-hmm. you. So now you're going from you're not going to get the buy, but you're going to get a home first round football game and now you're going to be playing wild call weekend on the road somewhere so you know that's that's the impact of these decisions i i get it it worked the first game of the year i I think a lot of people are resulting this weekend as well it's like no one's talking about the chiefs they missed on fourth and one mahomes had that horrid pass oh my gosh that was terrible yeah you know, I, no one's I, talking about that just uh-huh. because they won the game, which and I think is you know, the most comical of all of this. I think that was the right decision, just like I thought end mm-hmm. of the first half was the right decision from the Chargers. But I, I, I think that you take your, your three points at fourth and five in the first quarter on the first drive. Because what did the Chiefs do? They came right down and scored. I mean, yeah, it, that was awful. And that needs to be discussed more because if, as people say, the – you know, if you're gonna praise him a lot for some of the insane throws he makes, uh, you gotta it's gotta be equal, I feel like, on the other side of hey, my man just threw a ball three <laughs> inches into the dirt and had a guy I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, it's the NFL. Okay, don't like hear me out. I am sitting in my house recording a podcast, not in a film session in Kansas City right now. Uh but I even saw it on the Vikings fan page. You're like, could you imagine if Kirk Cousins threw a ball like oh this? Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, he'd be annihilated. Absolutely obliterated. Oh, Tom Brady, if he threw that pass, everyone's talking about that yeah. today. Oh, it's time for Tom to retire. Yeah. It's yeah. over. So it'd be a meme like the one with the four, yeah, you know, four four fingers. Four fingers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just uh, – that's my two cents. I feel like that needs to be you know, addressed I, a little bit more. Like, you know, call me a, I guess I'm a boomer. I'm not one of these guys that's saying never go for it on fourth down. I'm obviously not saying that, but, you know, some of these times just, you know, take your points and move on. And you may be uh, sitting here and you're atop the AFC West. Instead, you're, you are not. And uh, you're looking up at the Chiefs. I mean, they had them beat. They really had them beat. Yep. Um, it hurt. So, so that's, uh, that's a that's my two cents. Now I'm sure some <laughs> some guys gonna you know throw some math formula at me and be like you're you're dope, but you know, fine. You're talking about fine. <laughs> you know, I've, I watched Patriots football for the last you know 25 years, and at no point are they like we're never kicking field goals. So, you know, right? They won Super Bowls kicking field goals. The whole thing like you can't ever go kick a field goal is just ridiculous. You so, hey, remember Scott? You can't lose games in the NFL and still win and still win. Thank you, Trent. Thank you, Trent. Um, yeah, it uh, crazy, crazy times, but I mean, overall good game. And, and that's awesome. game. Awesome game. I just did the condensed watch. 
because I could only, you know, I only made it through uh, the first half. Um, awesome second half. Just that's what you want Thursday night football games to be. I'm glad that the NFL has done a much better job of scheduling some good yeah. games on the, the national television spots. So, uh. um, no, great game. Uh, costly for the Chargers. I may just may see someone in the Chargers organization tomorrow, and I look forward to to discussing this with them briefly. Mm-hmm. Quick, uh, yeah, a little name drop there. I like that. Uh, yeah, so Chiefs end up not only winning but covering, uh, much to the dismay of any Chargers betters. Uh, we apologize, whoever you are. Uh, but Scott, what do you say we just dive into Week 15 and we'll Let's talk go. about these games and then whatever happens happens. Of, uh, Let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Whether fans are in there or not, who knows what's going to happen this weekend? But first on the card. Browns plus one taking on the Raiders. Uh, I'm not touching this one. This just got moved to Tuesday. I think the Raiders could be very angry, very vocal about what's going on. Um, um, I'm waiting and seeing tomorrow what what happens with all the, the Browns players. I mean, they're starting Nick Mullins apparently right now. A lot is in flux with COVID right now. Essentially what it sounds like what the NFL is going to do is if you're asymptomatic, they're not even going to test you anymore. Only if you if you show symptoms, they're going to start testing you because they can't be in a position where the, the playoffs roll around and someone isn't even sick, tests positive, and can't play. Like, could you imagine the conniption fans are going to have if you know Aaron yeah. Rodgers can't play because he's uh, oh, he tested positive? We just well, moved on from all that too. I think it's only if you're vaccinated, Vaxed. you're not going to get tested. So let's just say Patrick Mahomes, I assume, is vaccinated. If he tests positive, you can't play. And imagine if that game was against the Patriots. You know, people, uh, you know, people are going to lose their minds. Yeah. So. Uh huh. So for this one, you know, if you're betting it in cash right now, obviously you're not getting one. You're going to get, I think it's three and a half live right now. The the entire offensive line for the Browns has it. You know, Kareem Hunt has it. So it's Nick Mullins, Nick Chubb, and you know, David Njoku, Donovan Peoples-Jones, like it's a mess right now for the Browns. And the Raiders have no cases. So they're yeah, finally they're getting punished. Of course, they're going to burn my my over-under by uh, playing a shorthanded Browns on Tuesday. Uh, so I might just uh, eat the poison <laughs> in the contest, take the Raiders. It's going to be super trendy, I assume, which is, you know, going to be a little problematic. Now, stepping back real quick. In the contest right now, 109th. Top 50 cash. So we're in a position right now where we're, we're very close to the money. I think winning is is long is probably long gone. The guy who's in the lead went five and zero last week. Freaking sicko. He's got one yeah. and two. Guy's got it pegged uh, right now. He's he really does. So I don't think we can catch him, but I think cashing is very much in play. So I might be eating some chalk just to to, to keep pace mm-hmm. from the people behind me and uh, try to make up ground elsewhere. That's currently my strategy. I may be on the Raiders, but I'm not sure. Um, but in, in real life betting, I'm not taking. I'm not touching this game. There's too many question marks. Hard pass. Yeah, eating chalk is never fun, but sometimes it just comes a point where you got to do it. You know, you can't. I th- I I tweeted with some guy who who's in the top ten why he didn't play the Dolphins two weeks ago when yeah. Mike was starting for the Giants, and uh, I thought that was a free square that you know if you're in that position you just play, um, and he didn't. And I think 
I think he had like a three and two week or maybe he had a four and one week or, you know, that that's going to be impactful, you know, down the stretch here. Cause I think a lot of people in front of him took the dolphins and, you know, of course they cover against the giants. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The giants are giants are great. Yeah. This will be the Browns. I mean, Holy smokes. I think we talk about it every week. It's like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, oh, no. it's the Browns. So you just go, they're the Browns. That's what happened. And then you just move on. <laughs> and that answer is acceptable. But uh, it's safe to say I think the Browns are going to be looking for a quarterback uh, next year. Definitely. Uh, Without question. Yep. Uh, next on the ticket, also my boy Justin Jefferson throwing shade at the Browns, saying that it was never OBJ's fault. OBJ. He wasn't the problem. Uh, which, I mean, Matt Stafford's done a good job of finding him a couple times. Yeah, which, he looks good. Yeah, he looks and, good. And he's uh, a front runner for uh, touchdown celebrations <laughs> right now uh, as far as creativity. Uh, next on the ticket at the as-for-mentioned Patriots, the analytics haters. I'm just kidding. Uh, plus two traveling to Indianapolis. Uh, yeah, uh, no Damian Harris for the Pats this weekend, but um, Patriots off the bye, I think, uh, in, in a very good spot. I think uh, they have the defensive line to, uh, um, you know, contain Jonathan Taylor. I think Carson Wentz is going to be a guy who continuously makes bad turnovers. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson has looked great out of the backfield while filling in for Damian Harris. So it's really 1A, 1B. So I don't think you're getting too much of a downgrade there. Give me the better coach, extra time to prepare. I think an accommodating defense for Mac Jones to attack, a cover two defense, uh, not a lot of exotic blitzes to, to pick up, and you know, a really great strong offensive line to, to keep them upright. So I, I really like the, the pass this weekend. I know the money has moved quite a bit to the Colts. Um, or even betting generally. So uh, uh, give me the better coach. Give me the better team. Uh, I think Pats keep on rolling and, uh, you know, stay atop the AFC. Yeah, I just it seems like every single week that team just starts to uh, get better and better. It's the – what's everyone saying? They're like, you know, it was, last year was Tom's response. Now it's Belichick's revenge or something. Everyone's got like – stinking storylines for everything but i mean this is a patriots team that is definitely week by week like i said getting better uh this is a colts team that's you don't know what the colts teams you're gonna get um wentz is kind of here or there and then taylor's a freak but you know the patriots are the best when it comes to taking away your best weapon uh and making you beating make you beat them with plan c d and e so I think the Colts are an awesome team. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to face them in the playoffs. No. I think they're, you know, they might be the second or third best team in the the AFC. But uh, I think uh, I think the the this spot off the bye for the Pats, uh, they keep on rolling. I th- I really think the defense can be the difference maker, uh, cause some turnovers on, on Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, he's made a lot of bonehead decisions this year. I, I see that continuing. Yeah, it's a. I like both these teams, and it's good. I feel like the AFC is a uh, – these are two teams, like you said, I don't want them to – I if I'm somebody that's not the Patriots or the Colts, I don't want to see them in the first round of the playoffs because I might as well just not even get my hopes up. Uh, but it just feels like the AFC is better when the, when the Colts and the Pats are, you know, contending. <laughs> like they're in the mix with – I mean, the Chiefs are great, but it's like they're kind of in the mix again. Anywho, uh, Washington plus nine – Traveling to Philly. 
I mean, the Eagles are bust here. I mean, Washington might yeah. – Taylor Haneke hit the COVID list today. Kyle Allen, I think, is banged up. So it might be um, – I don't even know who their quarterback is right now. Uh, yeah, the, I don't the, even know. football either. team. So pretty that's, – that's not a good thing. Sounds like Jalen Hurts is still banged up. I wouldn't be surprised if you get some more Minshew mania. They're coming off the bye. Uh, Washington, they, they played a, a heartbreaker last week against the Cowboys. I think it's just a tough spot for Washington on the road. It's a lot of points, though, to lay in division. I'm probably going to uh, fade this one. Uh, Eagles are bust. Uh, but uh, if you don't get Kyle Allen, I mean, real big problem for the, the football team. The football team. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Eagles are bust in this one. I just enjoy stirring the pot with my Eagles friends and asking them, well, you want Gardner Minshew? I mean, <laughs> didn't look too bad and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, but I, I think that the floor is equal for both uh, Minshew and Jalen Hurts, but the ceiling is definitely higher with Hurts. Oh, but, man. I'll tell you. We got – we got – AAF legend Garrett Gilbert. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even. But this game is also pushed till Tuesday, so this is another one where you know they might uh, make some some accommodations. Wow. Yeah, that's why I knew the name. I was like, yeah, the Orlando Apollos champions, baby. He was our quarterback down here in O Town. God, it's crazy. He'll be stinking starting. Unreal. UT. Horns down. But, um, yeah, I, I don't even know in this game. It's going to be wild. So, by I don't know in this game, I'm not going to pick this game. Because, like I said, Eagles are bust, and I just don't know if I feel comfortable with nine. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Bills, the wagon, seem, there's a lot of room on the wagon now, Scott. The Bills <laughs> minus ten and a half against the Panthers. Oh man, so so brutal for Bills betters last week. Uh, I stayed away from the game, truthfully. Um, you know, it looked like they were going to potentially win, definitely cover, and then Brashad Perriman takes it to the house. Just pretty, pretty wild to watch. Um, I like the Panthers in this spot. Um, you know, I, I, we might get Sam Darnold back this week. Um, Manny Sanders is out for the Bills. I think we just had two big emotional games for the Bills. Now they come back home and they're playing a Panthers team that's, uh, you know, desperate for a win. Matt Rule is certainly in the, hey, I need to save my job like with uh, David Tepper, who I'm sure is not going to be the most patient owner down in Carolina. Um, catching a lot of points. Uh, Bills might be in a little bit of a letdown spot. I think they play catch up in the second half. They win by seven. Panthers cover. Um, and I really think that the benefit for the Panthers is, is that their strength is in the secondary. They should be able to, uh, you know, uh, they don't have to worry about the run game. Uh, maybe Steph Gilmore makes some plays on Steph Diggs, and uh, we got a little bit of a nail biter, and, and that's what I, I, I'm looking at. So I'm going to be back on the Panthers. I'm going to. As painful as it as it is to bet on Cam Newton right now, mm. Jesus, um, he looks terrible. Know. Terrible interceptions. Uh, I think it's all it's a bit too many points for for the, for the Bills to be laying. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the Panthers this weekend. It's uh, it's been it's been tough to see Cam uh, 
It's been tough, but I'm with you. I just don't know if I've seen enough offensively from this Bills team. But the question is, too, when does this defense just go for the for the Panthers? Just be like, dude, we're not getting any help. So, <laughs> like, they kind of want them some games early, getting defensive touchdowns, special teams touchdowns. But eventually you just go, you know what, man? No. <laughs> like, just no. You know I what I know? The Bills are getting 82% of the bets. Ooh. I want to be on the side that didn't build Vegas. That's true. <laughs> you don't want to be on the glass chandelier side of it? No, I don't. Yeah. So, uh, and I think it's going to be a very unpopular selection. It's a good way to get leverage in the pool. But I'll, uh, I'll definitely be uh, betting it in, in real life as well. Yeah, it's true. Don't want to hang those... Uh... Those chandeliers don't pay for themselves, or don't you know get paid for by the hotel? I should say they do pay for themselves, but you you pay for it. Uh, <laughs> Jets plus nine and a half traveling to the red hot Finns. Continue to bet against the Jets uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, the the thing that is concerning with the Dolphins is they don't have a run game right now because everyone's on the COVID list. Um, so the Jets have a, just a horrid run defense, so you won't be able to take advantage. Uh, but, you know, Jets are really bad. Dolphins are actually uh, playing some meaningful football right now. They're coming off the bye. I think they're just going to wax them, and, you know, the Jets are just going to continue in mediocrity. So I'll, I'll lay the, the hammer. I don't think a lot of people are too too excited to be laying nine and a half with the Dolphins, yeah. all the Tua haters out there. But uh, I am <laughs> not betting on the Jets right now. No way. Nor should you. No one they, should ever. They are awful. And, you know, Elijah Moore out, Corey Davis out. It's Jameson Crowder, Braxton Berrios. I mean, they're they're trotting out nobody. It's the only benefit they're getting a lift by getting Michael Carter back in the backfield. But he's coming off an injury. Um, no, not a lot of faith in this Jets <laughs> no. offense. And plus, Zach Wilson against the secondary. If he's throwing some ducks up there, they, they're going to be – Xavier Howard could be looking at a two-pick game. It's true. It's true. I mean, everyone, I feel like everyone's chasing Diggs still, aren't they, since he gets thrown lollipops every game? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't get how that guy is just always seems to be in the exact spot where a quarterback just throws some a guys just got lollipop. The, some guys just have the nose for it, man. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Uh, next on the ticket, Cowboys, speaking of digs, minus 10.5, taking on the New York football Giants in oh, New York. Terrible, terrible Giants. Uh, too many points in division on the road. Uh, I don't want to lay 10.5 at the Cowboys, although if you know, Mike Lennon's stupid face probably going to get sacked <laughs> seven times. Um I'm I'm just so blown away that this guy replaced Russell Wilson and at NC State. Just wild. Yeah. Um, Put up good know. numbers. Uh, Russell Wilson, man. Um, yeah. So Cowboys are bust. I don't want to lay ten and a half and maybe forced to, given you know the tenor of everything going on in the NFL right now. Um, there's not too many yeah games to pick from. Um, this yeah. is a very uncomfortable week, I'll be honest. Yep. There's a lot of big numbers you got to lay, and you, you're going to have to swallow you know, some puke this weekend, definitely swallow some Pepto. Another thing is last week, favorites just dominated, so you don't know if there's going to be just momentum of people just hammering uh, favorites and making lines that are uh, you know juicy for uh, the underdog backers. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I I feel like every game we go through, it's like, ah, you know, we could maybe, I don't know. Uh, and but it's it's to that point of the season where there's no ground to, there's no time to make up ground. So it's you 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 got to swing and you got to it's got to be a at least a double at this point in the season. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm with you. I I feel like Dak's in a slump right now. It's so weird. Uh, divisional game is tough. Giants, I feel like, always play the Cowboys tight. Uh, I just, I'm, I can't, Mike Lennon, I can't do it. No, no, no. I just no. can't do it. It's so hard to. He's bad. He's really bad. I mean, he's not great. It's really bad. He's not great, but they did win some games when he was at NC State, Scott. But <laughs> this, is, this is the NFL now, and that was a long time ago. But he's 6'6 and has a good arm. He can throw a football really far. Ravens plus five and a half at home taking on the Go Pack Go. Yeah, I, you know, I imagine this is going to be a super popular game. The the Ravens uh, secondary decimated. Lamar didn't practice today, so it's going to be uh, – uh, what's his name? Uh, he actually looked pretty good last week. But he's, uh, he's an undrafted guy. Is it McSorley? No, 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 not McSorley. This other guy. Um, I can't think of his name, but uh, he actually looked pretty good uh, last week. He got them back in the game against the Browns. He gets, he gets a full week to 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 uh, practice for the Packers. Um, you know, this is such a Raven spot to cover this spread too. But I think that the the secondary is just so banged up right now that who's going to be stopping Devonta Adams? Aaron Jones was a full participant in practice today. Um, you know the 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 Packers need to keep pace if they want to keep the the AFC uh, Taylor Huntley or Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. That's Tyler what I was Huntley. I was waiting for you to. I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah, it just it, you know it just hit the brain. He actually looked pretty good last week. I, I was impressed. A lot better than he did earlier in the year when he got the spot start against the Bears. Um, but you know I don't I don't much faith in this Ravens team right now. I'm a Ravens hater though, so take that for what you will. Uh I think the Packers keep rolling and they got to keep pace cuz uh the 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 first seed is squarely in their grasp right now in the in the NFC. Yeah, Tyler Huntley really good quarterback at um at Utah. Him and Zach Moss and I Jared and I were always firm believers that the Utes were going to do something out of the Pac-12 with them. And they just neither of them could really seem to find the the uh, health that was necessary to run the table in the Pac-12. But yeah, he's a good quarterback. I feel like he fits that Lamar system too, though. So it's like I, I even see articles on here now. Could Tyler Huntley be Steelers QB in 2022? It's like he played one game. <laughs> I think he's a good guy, but you also have to have you got to run the offense that fits him. And I'm sure Mike Tomlin would be more than willing to do that and. You know, do what's necessary when you'd have a stu- two studs in the backfield that can run the ball. But I digress. Uh, next, we got the pick 'em, which is here we go, Scott. It's the one where it's like a, a small spread. So, Steelers, yeah. the team that might be uh, having Huntley under center next year versus the Tennessee Titans, coming off big emotional win against the Jaguars. <laughs> Yeah, they were, they were the last one to get the, the Urban Meyer treatment. Um, Wonka Vader, Titans. I think people are sleeping on the Titans, 
for the AFC, assuming Derrick Henry can come back. I'm just checking the the futures right now, but uh, I think they're a little scary to win the AFC. I'm just checking. I'd like that to be a lot higher. If they were like 12 to 1, I'd probably be hammering it. Um, if they get Derrick Henry back, I mean, they won some big games this year when they had the big dog playing. Uh, you know, they're eventually going to get A.J. Brown back. Julio was back last week. Defense, I think, is going to be the story in this one. They have a great defensive line, going to make Big Ben very uncomfortable on Sunday. And I think they just make enough plays. Titans, favorite pick of the weekend. And this is a weekend that I really don't like. I think they're going to go on the road. I think they're um, – I think they're a very bad opponent for the Steelers team, the way their defensive line is playing right now. I think they're going to muck up this game quite a bit. And uh, I, I think the Titans, uh, they go into the Pittsburgh, and they get a much-needed win. I think people, if Derrick Henry is coming back, which it sounds like he is in time for the playoffs, I think they're a scary, scary playoff team. They beat the Rams on the road. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. You know, they've had some big wins this year when they were at full strength. So I, I think the Titans are, are are the play, my favorite play of the weekend. I mean, I always enjoy a good pick em. The Steelers team just seems to be in shambles. Uh, I think everyone wants to execute Claypool after Thursday night and everyone was screaming at each other. It's really hard to see Big Ben this way. And the Titans are just quietly, like you said, quietly going about their business uh, and, and doing what they need to do. Uh, and this is a team that is, is really built for the playoff. They're a playoff team. They're not going to be pretty in the regular season, but when they get to the playoffs, they play playoff football. And that's I know I've just said playoffs 50 times, like I was uh, the old Colts head coach there, but – what do you want to do in the NFL? You want to you want to win playoff games, and so yeah. it might doesn't matter how you get there. Yeah, you're not going to be the flashy team that gets the one seed and then you get a first round bye. But you can make a run in the playoffs with this Tennessee roster. Uh, and yeah, I mean it doesn't hurt that you have the best running back in the league who's not around. But still, uh, you're built to run. You're built to play defense. Uh, surprisingly. Because I think that was everyone's question going into this year, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, was the Titans' defense. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, they, they, they've they certainly exceeded expectations uh, this season on defense. So uh, I think that they, they caught the bye at the right time, and I think yep. they're starting to ascend. But, you know, the last team they played was the Jags. So, you exactly. know. <laughs> Can't over by too well, much. Well. But, yeah. Next step up from the Jags is definitely the Steelers. You know, we're stepping in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, next on the card, the aforementioned Jags, the toilet bowl of all toilet bowls here, oh. ladies and gentlemen. The Jags, I want to hear your thoughts on Urban. Uh, and then Jags minus five and a half at home against the Texans. Um, I think, you know, I... I think I, we said it going into the year. I was rooting against Urban Meyer. You know, I was hoping that he failed. I thought that he was a bad hire for Trevor Lawrence. Um, and sure enough, he gets waxed. He seems like a, just a bad dude, honestly. 
And I love these guys from college. For some reason, college coaches always get revered in some way, like they're the the most terrific people. And you know, you know, Coach K and you know Jim Bayheim and Urban Meyer when he was at Ohio State. Just and hear Florida, about great guys. And Utah they are. and Bowling Oh my Green. god, yeah. it's fucking, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, seems like a total clown. Everything about him. I'm so glad that he failed in the NFL. But the, the there's this thought process that the Jags are going to go make some intelligent hire now. The the, yeah. the statement put out by the owner, he, he said in you know 200 words what could have been said in like 50 words. This guy seems like a clown himself. Do you think he's really gonna? He has a organization in place that's gonna <laughs> you know make whoever they do hire thrive. No, it sounds like it's gonna be a mess whoever they do hire. So, you know, the hot names are Byron Leftwich and, uh, and uh, um, what's his face? Uh, Doug Peterson right now to take that job mm-hmm. and, uh, and work with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think five and a half is just too much. I, I get the, the people, you know, the Jags are going to want to go make a statement. But, you know, Daryl Bevel has been calling plays all season. So um, I don't know if he has like some magic button. I do think that they're going to play a lot more excitedly this weekend. Uh, but I think five and a half is still too much for this team. I still think they're hot, stinky garbage. I'm staying away. Texans let me down last week on the Wonkovator, the one of my two Wonkovators. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to stay away from this one. I'll let other people puke up uh, betting on uh, on this Jags team. Yeah, you know, if there was a team, you know, Leftwich kind of he could reverse scenario his NFL playing career where. He was kind of riding off into the sunset when he was playing quarterback for the Bucks, and then, but it was the Jags who drafted him out of college, uh, at an old Marshall. We are uh, the Thundering Herd. Took him, played great for the Jags. If there's a place that he could get his first head coaching gig, I think that'd be awesome if he went to Jacksonville and and did that. And you know, can talk about what it's like being a talented quarterback coming out of college to. And learn in the NFL. He's been under Bruce Arians. He's been coaching Tom Brady. He's played yeah. the game. I mean, if you don't think this guy doesn't know how to coach the quarterback position, uh, now how much of that he would be able to do while playing quarterback, mm. who knows? Uh, but you can always also, I can hear the counter argument as well. Josh Rosen, Arizona, when Leftwich was there, look how he's turned out. And it's like, yeah. okay, yes, but. <laughs> At the same time, uh, you can always find a negative. So uh, I I like that idea of Leftwich going there. I think that'd be I don't know. I just Doug Peterson. I don't know. Uh, I will say this too, just to comment back on your Urban Meyer, because I'm not betting this game, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Urban Meyer, you see all of these college coaches, and I'm sure it happened with Spurrier too. Nick Saban almost got knocked out twice when he was coaching the Dolphins by Zach Thomas, who I feel like was a pretty well-respected, like, mild-tempered guy in the NFL. You can't fear coach in the NFL. These are professionals. These are grown men. You can't scream and yell at them like there's some 18-year-old kid that needs counseling. There's no hard love in the NFL. And I feel like you just kind of – you can be successful in that. And Urban's one of the greatest college football coaches of all time. I mean, there's there's no I mean, there's no arguing that, but these guys, like you said, they want to go try it out in the NFL. 
and it's yeah. just not it. I mean, Spurrier would dog cuss. He'd play four quarterbacks a game at Florida. That doesn't work in the NFL because you know what? They're going to leave, and then they're going to go work for so- someone else now. And I'm excited not only for that to begin to change slightly in college football with the NLI and basically having free agency now in college football uh, to where they have immediate eligibility and they can leave. Uh, because I feel like that just needs to be weeded out, that idea of you're dirt, I own you, and <laughs> like if you don't get do what I want how I want and give me your best, well, then you're done. <laughs> it's like you think yeah. this is their livelihood. Like You don't think they're going out there trying to do their best because what what what's the kicker saying that Urban kicked him? And he said, "Hey, dip, you know, yeah. make your yeah. effing kicks." Maybe it's like, well, you think he's just not <laughs> like, oh, you're right, darn yeah. it. Now, now I'm gonna make my kicks. Yeah, now that you said that, <laughs> yeah, golly. Now, um, now I'm there. You're right. Yeah, yeah thanks for that. So, it's a joke. Lions uh, plus twelve and a half take it on the cards. At home, twelve point dog at home, Scott. They they played feisty last week. They get they get gave it a, a you know they, there was a little bit of a sweat there and they were driving a couple times just couldn't punch it. I think they just really just don't have any offensive weapons right now. No Swift, no Hawkinson again this weekend, and uh, I do think it's a bit too many points for the Cards to lay. They're they're battling some injuries. Hopkins out. It sounds like probably for the rest of the year. Um, I don't really feel comfortable eating the 12 and a half, so I'm going to uh, – this is another one I'm staying away from. Yeah, I I might get to it with Dan, old Dan the man. Just one last ride because I, I don't know if I'll take him the rest of the season. But Cardinals, I feel like it's a bit of a letdown spot after their game. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know this Lions team. One, I, when I'm on them, they're absolutely – terrible and when i bet against them they they win they win games so uh next on the card 49ers minus nine and a half taking on the falcons yeah falcons uh they did me dirty last week um but uh i think it is the the much more difficult spot for them going cross country uh really bad old line against a, a great 49ers pass rush uh, it looks like Elijah Mitchell is going to be back, so I think they're going to be able to really run the ball against this Falcons defense. Um, I think it's a it, it's a lot of points to lay, though. I mean, the, the nine and a half is just a big number to lay, even though the you know, Falcons are are just deplete of any talent. It's Cordell Patterson, not much else. Um, I, I mean, I. <laughs> This, this, this weekend, this game just has me. This whole weekend has me in a pretzel. These are just such high spreads to deal with, and you, you know the back door is just open on these Falcons games because Matt Ryan is playing for you know maybe for his job. So yeah, uh, Niners are bust. They the problem is their secondary is terrible. So it wouldn't shock me if the the Falcons would go put up some points on them, but. Uh, I'm not going to bet the Falcons. So uh, I'm sorry. Niners are bust. Not betting the Falcons. Probably just generally a stay away, given the the size of the spread. Yeah, I the Falcons was the one game I want in my head. I was like, I think I disagree with Scott on this one, but I didn't have the balls to pick it, so I didn't pick that game altogether. And of course, I'm sorry, I let you astray. No, it's okay. It's okay. That's that's just me not having stones. That's not you. 
Um, <laughs> but I, this Niners team, I just don't know if they can win a game by 10 points. Well, well. I don't, know, I, just... I don't know if they allow themselves enough time in the game to score 10 points. I think from my tone, I think, uh, you know, no one should be taking any confidence from what you're <laughs> yeah. saying in this one. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. Yeah. Uh, Broncos minus two and a half taking on the Bengals. Yeah. Bengals, you know, we were backers last week and it turned out to be a popular pick and now they go on the road. I, you know, the Broncos really showed out last week. Uh, Jonathan Williams, the stud, Melvin Gordon's back stud. Um, so certainly um Broncos hitting some try but you know Teddy Bridgewater's banged up I really don't think he's that good of a quarterback I think they're going to struggle to move the ball against the Bengals defense so I prefer to be on the side of the the Bengals the problem is, is that they're going to have 75 percent of the bets so I'm sure this is going to be another extremely popular game uh mm-hmm. to back the Bengals uh you know they've been like quad polar this year they they blow out the Steelers one week and then they get dump trucked the next uh Zach Taylor Played to lose last week. Um, hmm. So, you know, this is a big playoff uh, matchup. Uh, I lean Bengals. I, I don't love it. <sighs> Joey B. I just want him. I want him to be great. I want this Bengals team to be great. Uh, but, again, another team that I just can't, we, from a week-to-week basis, just can't seem to, to put my finger on it. Uh, and this Broncos team was hot early, and I was like, you need to get on them. And then I got on them, and then they fell off the face of the earth. And then I jumped off, and then now they're hot again. So <laughs> I give up. Uh, so now, Scott, I got to say this about this next matchup. So you got Rams, Seahawks, in division matchup, obviously. Um, Seahawks, plus four and a half, traveling to the Rams. Pete Carroll, probably kind of maybe on the way out. Um, he's, he's, he's got him playing all of a sudden. He's got them playing all of a sudden. You know what I'm seeing all over Vikings fan pages? It's driving me nuts. What's that? Pete Carroll, next head coach. Minnesota oh, my Vikings. God. No. That's what I'm want saying. That. Why, who wants that? Who's asking for that? I, the fan page, apparently. They got their heads shoved so far up their keister. Yeah. But that's Vikings, man. We, we love to focus on what people have done in the past and think that uh, past performance is an indication of future success. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Um, maybe not a seventy-two-year-old coach. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tyler Lockett looks like he's probably going to be out. He's on the COVID list. I don't know if he's vaccinated or not. This one's in flux. Odell tested negative today, so it sounds like he's going to be back. Tyler Higby, I think, looked like he had a, a positive last week, so he couldn't play. Flipped to negative. It looked like maybe he tested positive again today or something. So that's uh, something to worry about. Daryl Henderson, COVID list. So you don't know if he's playing. Uh, but I think reality is coming in for the Seahawks here because if Russell Wilson doesn't have Tyler Lockett, this is a very problematic game for them um, because he's just – He's his favorite target. They are just handling the ball to Tyler Lockett right now. They're not passing the ball to DK Metcalf. Uh, Rams are actually playing for something. I think it's cute that the the Seahawks have have won some games here, but uh, I think it's back to reality in division. So give me the Rams, lay the four and a half. <sighs> yeah, I'm probably going to be on the Rams with this one as well. That's all I'm going to say. Bucks minus 11, taking on the Saints at home. 
Oh, I was gonna. This was gonna be one of my favorite picks. If um, Sean Payton was just uh, ruled out for this game because he, he tested positive for COVID, um, I thought Kevin this Spacey. Was, yeah, Kevin James. Or Kevin James. Sorry, Kevin James. Kevin they're they're clones, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> they look exactly the same. Uh, so I was uh, I was really excited to bet the Saints this weekend. I'm no longer going to bet the Saints if Sean Payton's not going to be on the sidelines. Um, Braves really struggled with the, the Saints defense, so I think if this does creep up higher just because of the Sean Payton news, I think it's worth to dip your toes in. But uh, I'm not going to lay 11 uh, against a defense that Brady just hasn't been able to put away. Problem is, for the Saints, they're going to try to run the ball with Alvin Kamara, and you're not running the ball against the Bucks defense, so not exactly playing to their strength. So this is going to be a pass now. If it gets up to 14 somehow, I will bet the Saints, but in the contest definitely is – it's going to be uh, a no play. Yeah, this is I'm, – I'm with you. If, if Peyton was coaching, uh, I think he would have gotten me to the window with the plus 11 because the Saints always play the Bucks tight. Uh, but it's also that time of the year where Tom starts to crank it up a little bit. Him and LeBron have the uh, pre-playoff warm-up. So this is preseason football – this pre-playoff football for – for Tom right now, and they're they're ironing out the kinks so that they can just hit the ground running once they get into the playoffs. Um, I I'm surprised this is a Sunday nighter. Yeah, I think everyone was thinking the same thing as us until. I think they, you you have, you have like a limited window to flex out these games, and and I know the big networks they can protect a bunch of games, so you know I think there's just a limited limited sample they could pull from. So they figured we'll just keep Tom Brady in the prime time. Old prime time, Tom. Gotta love it. Uh, and then last but not least, the mm-hmm. battle for second Monday night football Vikings minus three and a half traveling to soldier field to take on the bears. I won't watch this game. I want everyone to know that I'm not, watching you're not it. watching this. Come no, on. because Dalvin cook gets shredded by the Brit, the bears defensive front. And I, he's yeah, going to get hurt. I'm going to get pissed. And so, yes, I'll be watching it. The, talk about another game. This uh, the COVID is just hammering is the Bears. Like, all their coordinators are out. So it's Matt Nagy and nobody's. Allen Robinson, COVID list. Jesse James, COVID list. Um, Montgomery not practicing yesterday. <laughs> so, uh Pretty gross, and the Vikings yeah. are on extended rest now. If uh, we get word that some of these guys are playing for the Bears, I actually was liking them uh, as a as as a home dog in division. Thought Justin Fields looked pretty good for the most part. Obviously, he had some some bad picks last week, but uh, I thought uh, the Bears is a juicy spot just because uh, you got primetime Kirk, and the Vikings refuse to put away team. So. Uh, Bears are bust. It depends on who's playing, though. So uh, it's definitely something to monitor up uh, up until you know the last second. Unfortunately, right now, like you really got to wait till the last second to make all these decisions because uh, so many games uh, are going to be impacted by um, by COVID. Yeah. Yep, I'm with you. I'm not going to say anything on this game either because whenever I say anything about the Vikings, uh, whether it be a positive or negative, the opposite comes true. So there. There's my analysis of that football game. Uh, 
yeah, a lot of big spreads uh, this week. What we got? One, two, three, four double-digit spreads and a couple knock two, three, three knock it on the door. Yeah, it's going to be tough. A lot of Pepto, uh, and and it's true, though, with the spreads. I mean, the, none of those spreads are so big that you go, oh, yeah, I'm definitely on the on the underdog because you're like, they're bad. This is this is a this is a tough weekend. Uh, I feel confident in two two games, maybe three. So I don't I don't love this weekend, unfortunately. But uh, you got to power through, and hopefully, the Patriots come through because uh, otherwise, Patriots home more common here. I don't want to go to Kansas City to play the Chiefs in the in the, the playoffs. I'd much rather them come to Foxborough on our terms. So uh, that's what I'm hoping for right now. So got to keep pace. Got to keep pace. Got to. Well, for our actor this week, Scott, do you want to uh, do you want to introduce and say why we're doing this actor? Yeah, we got we got Dennis Quaid this week. Why do we have Dennis Quaid? Dennis Quaid's playing Dick Vermeil in what looks like just a horrid movie called American Underdog about Kurt Warner. It's PG. It looks total trash. And the reason why I recommended it to Micah was the Kevin James, Sean Payton movie was a trailer debuted this week. And that also looks like a, a steaming pile of garbage. Um, even though it's an Adam Sandler movie, and I don't like to speak ill of Adam Sandler. And I was going to say this to <laughs> Kevin James, but Kevin James has like three movies to pick from so it didn't really it doesn't really make sense Dennis Quaid though he's got a laundry list of movies to pick from um, and I'm going to kick us off and I'm going to go off the board Whoa. The Parent Trap nice with the Lohan with Lindsay Lohan I was about to say the Lohan sisters the, with the Lohan <laughs> <laughs> thinking the Olsen twins yeah um, he he plays uh, the, the, the rich guy Nick Parker uh, with the the Cruella Deville uh, new fiance that mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan is going to get out of his life, and it's an awesome movie. I don't care what you say, Parent Trap. I'm doing. I was doing Parent Trap at three as well. That's uh, <laughs> just one of those where that was kind of like it was between yours, mine, and ours, which is like the cheaper by the dozen knockoff. But it was it's that like hey, I saw this movie when I was young yeah. and I remember it. But yeah, it's. Can't be mad about a young uh, Lindsay Lohan, but yeah, it, God, what was her name? Meredith Blake. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, old old Google. Uh, I I would love to take credit for it, but I can't. But that poor girl. I mean, in that movie, she really didn't do anything wrong. I mean, she was kind of mean sometimes. She, she's sometimes. old man. A couple points here and there, but at the end of the day, but that. Uh, <clears throat> The inflatable bed on the lake scene is just is epic. <laughs> absolutely epic. Uh, number two, in good company, Topher Grace, Dennis Quaid, Scarlett Johansson. Little coming of age movie for mm. uh, Topher Grace who gets divorced. He becomes Dennis Quaid's boss. He's twenty years younger than him. Uh, very very good movie. Uh, back when Topher Grace was actually supposed to be like a tremendous actor and he's doing nothing now, but, uh, this one was good. I, I don't even think I saw that one. Oh yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. I recommend it. You, you recommend it? Yeah. 
Um, yeah. This was tough for me. There were a lot of, of weird ones, but you ever seen movie 43? Yes. Yeah. I'm putting movie 43 at number two. Uh, if you oh, haven't wow. seen movie 43 and you are a male, uh, check it out, but just watch it by yourself. <laughs> Don't do not watch it with a woman. Uh, people know that you watched it either. Yeah, exactly. So this is just our little secret. Uh, Hugh Jackman, uh, Kate Winslet, uh, Emma Stone, Halle Berry, Elizabeth Banks. There's so many actors in it, and it is so wild. Gerard Butler's in it. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's one of those where there's just so many actors where I don't feel like I can say it was him the whole time. But, God, the movie is just absolutely hysterical. <laughs> uh, number one, uh, Cap Rooney, Any Given Sunday. He wasn't, he wasn't seeming really beaming in this, but – he carried a big enough role. He played the, uh, you know, like the, um, I'm trying to like, uh, I can't think of a good comparison for him. He played like the old vets, you know, trying to coach up Willie Beam and gets her Beam and steps in. It's great. Uh, Cap Rooney. And he gives it Sunday. It moves awesome. I think next week, Michael, we have to do top sports movies. Top sports movies? Yeah. Okay. I think I could do that. Um, I am going to do for number one for me, and it's really off the radar. As much as I wanted to do, I feel like people are going to be really mad at us for not doing the rookie. By the way, ah, I'm really stunk. <laughs> uh, but for me, number one, Legion. Did you ever see Legion? Yeah, that was good. That it was, was good. a good movie. I mean, I've but again, like, it's not like Dennis Quaid is like. He's the guy, uh, but I I just enjoyed that movie, and actually now that I'm looking at it, Paul Bettany too was Michael, the angel, and he's Vision, which I just it was one of those where you you go back and you see films, you're like oh, like you became way more famous now for another role. Anywho, uh, yeah, kind of one of those horror yeah. noir films, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, HBO ran it for a little while. A lot of people obviously didn't like it because it's nineteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So yikes! <laughs> but you know, I enjoyed it. If you're looking, if you're into that kind of stuff, it's a good one. Watch yeah, the trailer. It's, a, it's an entertaining movie. It's Creepy not bad. granny crawling on the ceiling. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's a guy movie. No, back to back guy movies. I feel like yeah. Dennis Quaid is all guy movies. He's got for Parent Trap. <laughs> <laughs> what a. What a unique... Uh, I don't know what you're saying. It feels like uh, that's kind of a guy movie. It's true. It's true. Hey, I mean, I'm about to have a, a girl, so I guess I should I should watch out. I'll be watching that one a lot more in the in the distant future. But <clears throat> So we're doing sports movies next week. Top three sports cool. movies? Yep. Well, okay, so when are we going to... We should probably let the people know because it is a... Um, oh, holiday week. It is a big holiday on Thursday. Well, I on guess Thursday? not on Thursday, but Chris, I, I will be out on Thursday and then we can't record on Friday either because it is the big day. That That is the, that is the, the real stuff. Um, we might, we might have to do a, a Wednesday. Okay. We can do that. Okay. All right. That works. So be looking for that Wednesday night, 
junkies. Uh, so yeah, Scott, any closing thoughts for you, sir, as we wrap out this week? Oh man, this is, you know, it's getting messy right now. I can tell you as someone who's up in Connecticut, you know, it feels like, uh, you know, COVID is really popping up here. Uh, you can't even get a test today up here in Connecticut, pretty much. Like, uh, if you didn't have a reservation, you weren't getting one. So, um, not not exactly too much fun right now. But uh, hopefully, the NFL can figure it out to get the the guys out there safely. You don't want to see teams playing shorthanded this time of the year. Um, so, um, you know, we keep on rolling. This is a very interesting weekend. Uh, there's a lot of big spreads, a lot of uh, playoff playoff uh, hopes playoff. and dreams up there. So, yeah, right. uh, I'm excited. There's some there's some good games, some puke fests too. And I really hope the Texans stick it to the Jags. I will say that. It's going to be a unique week for sure. They, uh, like I said, big spreads on the card that will make it interesting for sure as far as spread-wise goes. But as far as football games go, uh, should be some bloodbaths, I feel like. Uh, and the games that are supposed to be close aren't really between teams that you, you want to put on the TV. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a, a tough week. I feel like Titans-Steelers, to me, is the most entertaining. And then, obviously, Jags-Texans got to be – well, actually, I lied. Sorry, Pats-Colts. Yeah, Pats-Colts. Pats, Come on, man. Come on, I, man. I lied to you. I lied. Um, Good catch, though. I got it in just in time. But, yeah, Pats-Colts and then uh, – I will say the uh, Texans Jags might be the worst thing ever, but I'm somehow going to end up having money on that game. You watch. Let's go Texans. Davis Mills time. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for us junkies. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are out of here. Peace. My God. Suck the taint.